Hello, and welcome to Launch Legends, the only podcast focused exclusively on the stories behind internet marketing's biggest and best launches. Each week, we sit down with an online marketing expert to tell the story of one of their launches, what went well, what didn't, and how much cash they made. And now, your host, Hamad Akbar. Hey, welcome to Launch Legends, and uh, today we're joined by Joey Zoto. I'm actually really excited about this interview. Uh, Joey's story, he started back in 2013, initially really struggled to make his first money online, but fast forward 2020, his company in the month of May alone was projected to make $4.5 million. What's more amazing is that in April they did $1.4 million, so essentially every month they are more than doubling in size and uh, when everyone is cutting down on the ad budget Joey and his team is spending $80,000 every single day on ads that's 1200 new customers and 10 to 15,000 dollars in new revenue on top of the current one so there's a ton of value in the interview so please watch it uh, before you go, before you go and watch the interview, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, if you are listening to this on podcast, please rate, subscribe and review. So let's watch the interview and let's listen to the interview if you're on the podcast. Hey, Joey, thank you for being on the show. So let's start with uh, your background and uh, how you got into online marketing. Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, I started out back in 2013. Um, I had a kind of like a normal nine to five job, but I was really quite interested in learning how to make money on the internet and doing my own thing. Um, I was supposed to be actually getting married like the following year. So the plan was to basically try and, you know, transition away from working nine to five and saving a whole load of money to, to get married, basically. Okay. Um, and then I got um, I got fired from my job, literally in the middle of like saving loads of money. So I was pretty much forced into finding another way to make money. Um, I had to go and start researching online and, and find different ways that I might be able to kind of kickstart myself in, into doing it. So that's pretty much how I got started was um, getting fired and then being forced to go and learn how to do it. So what's your background? What were you, where were you working nine to five? Well, I, I used to work, I used to do a lot of sales. Um, I spent most of my career was basically doing uh, mid-level sales all the way up to like selling events for like the military and stuff like that. So I done a lot of like high level kind of sales stuff. And then I, um, I had a random change. I didn't really want to do the sales thing anymore. So I moved into like uh, accounting, which is a really bad idea because I'm shit with numbers. Um, but it was like the, the last job I had was in an accounting company. Um, and I was doing some really basic kind of bookkeeping stuff and that kind of thing. And I was, I, I was going to go and learn about how, like actually become a qualified accountant, but I, uh, I pretty much stopped, stopped myself doing that. So it's quite amazing. Um, in seven years, you've done more than 30 billion in sales. And you all started that by going online and searching for how to get online, how to sell online. So what did you actually find and how did you get started? So when I first looked online, like the, it was just a lot of information, uh, a lot of, there's so many different ways to do it. Um, and what I wanted to do was basically align myself with someone who, who knew how to, 
how to do it. So my, my first thought was like, I just need to go and find a mentor or somebody that can basically coach me because I didn't want to spend my time trying to figure out what the best route was. I just wanted to find someone that was already doing it and then, you know, get their advice basically. So what I did was um, I reached out to a guy called Alex Jeffries, uh, who's not really, he's, he's in a different kind of uh, market to what he was back in that, back then. But, you know, he, he was selling coaching services where he would teach people how to launch a business online. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, if he's teaching people how to do this, then that's who I need to, to speak to. Um, the only issue was like, he, he wanted like quite a lot of money to basically go and uh, to be able to, to coach me. He was asking for about $20,000 at the time. And, um, I didn't have any, I didn't really have anything to, to be honest. So like what I did, what I suggested was that if I were to come out and help him do some filming, cause my, like I've got a background in, 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 in film and videography, not by, by study. It's just something that I learned, like as I was a kid and growing up, I had quite a bit of passion for, for like art and creating, being, being creative basically. So I basically just said, look, like I'll come and shoot some videos for you. Um, in exchange for your knowledge, I'll go and make some stuff for you. So he was like, all right, well, you know, show me what you can do kind of thing. Like, and he wanted to see an example of what I could make. Um, but I didn't have any like equipment or anything. So like what I had to do was, um, the reason I didn't have any equipment is because I sold everything because I was like going to be getting married and stuff. So what I did was um, I had to borrow a video camera from my friend borrowed it for a couple of days and then went out and actually shot this video to show Alex what, what, what kind of skill set I had. And then long story short, he was pretty blown away by the video and said, all right, Joey, come over to Cardiff and I'll, you know, I'll get you to shoot a video for me. Uh, if the video is good, then I'll put you into my coaching program and I'll teach you what to do. So it was like one step at a time. I had to basically <laughs> jump quite a few hurdles to kind of get there. Um, and it was all just on a whim, you know, it was all just, there was no guarantee that this was going to work. It was just like, I was just basically offering whatever value I had, um, not being paid for it or anything immediately. And just trying to like secure myself into this opportunity basically. So, uh, when I went to Alex's office, um, again, I had to rent out some camera equipment from, uh, at the time, my, uh, my partner's brother. And I basically, um, got down there and I shot this kind of like documentary video for Alex, which was really quite fresh and brand new. Um, it hadn't really been done in our industry before. Um, and it was, you know, essentially like a, a really different kind of marketing video, not something that anybody had seen. So when Alex went and launched it, it ended up having this really massive impact on his business and it propelled Alex into like a complete, completely different level of, uh, of kind of like a coach. Um, so as a result of that video, it turned out, by accident, like I had this ability to create these really good marketing videos. So Alex said, look, you've got a really good skill. Why don't you start teaching people how to, how to do it? Um, and I'll coach you on how to go and sell a course for the first time. So Alex showed me how to do my first course. He gave me all the insight onto how to market it and put it together and stuff. So that's pretty much what, what it was, you know, like I, I showed him that I had a good skill set. I'd done something cool for him. And then he said, all right, well, look, you've pretty much changed my business. So let me go and help you start yours. So he coached me into doing my first product launch and that's what I'd done in 2013 in March. Um, and I sold that and then made a whole load of money with the initial kind of course, which, you know, was, was really quite a, a big relief for me. And then, you know, that was pretty much the start of it. After that, it was like just trying to find steps to kind of grow and 
and move forward and keep making money, basically. But that was the start of my journey, pretty much. Yeah, that's really interesting how you started. I've been speaking to a lot of people, and the people who did occasion really well in the beginning were the people who had a mentor, someone, a mentor, a partner who actually showed them the ropes, and they made sure that they didn't make the same mistakes they made in the beginning. Whereas with some people who started off on their own and they learned on the job, they did the courses, and uh, they just learned by trial and error. And they, they had a much harder road than someone like you who had a mentor. So let's talk about your first launch. How did you structure it? What was the offer? And uh, what did you do? Let's break it down a little bit. Oh, the first one was just like a, a really simple info product. I basically was teaching people how to write a video script. Um, so like for a VSL, a video sales letter. Um, and I gave them like a step-by-step -step blueprint of how, how you could basically structure that. That's what the, the basically the main product was. Um, and then I had, that was sold for like $17. That was really cheap. And then I had a $47 upsell, which was like, a more advanced video course. So that basically showed people how to actually shoot video with a camera. How do you like, you know, make it look good and edit it and add music and all that kind of stuff. And so that was like the advanced thing. So it was basically, the funnel was basically just a $17, really simple product, uh, which was based on writing a script. And then the upsell was like, how do you actually make it look good? Okay. And then let's talk about the launch. I'm guessing you didn't really have an internal launch because you probably didn't have a list. You went straight for the JV launch. Yeah, so I just I just rallied up like uh, affiliate partners, and, and I managed to create quite a good buzz um, with my launch because I, you know, I leveraged the video that I had done for Alex Jeffries, so everybody knew who Alex was. Mm -hmm. So I basically just came out and said, like, I'm the guy that made the video, um, and if you look at how much it's impacted Alex, like, if you want to have those kind of results, then I can show you how to make those videos. So that's how I positioned myself and, you know, it enabled me to basically stand out as a newbie because it was, I had a, I had a skill that not a lot of people in our market at the time really were showing. So it enabled me to kind of create my own little niche, um, in the market. So I've got quite a lot of eyeballs on it. I've got some good, I've got some really good affiliates on for my first launch. Um, and we th I think I sold about 3000 copies or something like that at the, at the start. No. Um, which, you know, at the time was amazing. It was like uh, a really pretty much life-changing thing for me at the time. Wow. And then where was it? Was it JVZ, Warrior Forum, or any other platform? Oh, um, I sold it on a forum, and it was linked up to uh, JVZ. Oh, okay. So yeah. it wasn't a Warrior Forum. It was uh, back in that day. It was called forum special offers it was created by a guy called bobby walker and james sides i think um and it was like a new forum they were competing with warrior forum at the time um and that's i, I just you know i didn't really know i just i just tried it and see what happens basically and um yeah done all right done okay so you had you, you tasted success let's talk about your transition from there to the point where you, you've sold 30 million dollars in uh in you know in, in product uh what happened uh, yeah, so like after that, it pretty much was just um, I didn't I didn't really know what to do to keep to actually turn it into a business because you know when you do like the the launch thing, it's not necessarily a long term 
way of making money. It's just you make a wad of cash and then you've got to figure out what to do next. And, you know, for a number of years, I think for about two years, up until 2015, I was basically just doing more info products. So I created another info product uh, about eight, nine months later, which sold, you know, that one was a much bigger one. I'd done, I think, about I think four or five thousand sales on that one. So it was about $160,000 in sales in that one. And then after that, like I, I went right into the next one. And then I did another one. Um, so I did, I think, about four info products. And then I really wanted to get into software because, like, I could see that if I wanted to kind of create a long, a long term business, I needed like a, like a, like some kind of business that I could keep building a good sub- subscription model around. So that's kind of what got me into the mode of software. I was like, okay, like, let me try a couple of software products. And I did a few, um, which both the two software products that I tried before videos both bombed um, for a number of reasons. The product wasn't good enough. It wasn't unique enough. Uh, the marketing wasn't on point. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a number of reasons why they didn't really work. And the I did always have this idea, though, for like a logo animation app. and the only thing with it was that I just didn't know how I was going to make it because I'm not a coder, I'm not a developer. Um, and it was, it was really important for me to basically find someone that's actually going to be able to do that. Like, it's not a simple, it's not like a simple app. Like you can't just go to like code Canyon and, you know, like find an app that does that. It's, it's, it's quite complicated. Um, so there were a couple of guys in the UK, uh, up in the North, uh, Bolton at the time and Preston, uh, David and Jamie, who are my partners now. And I reached out to them and basically said, look, like I've got an idea and um, I need somebody in the UK to help me build it because I didn't want to work from any, with anybody from outside the UK um, simply because I wanted to, my vision was like, this is going to be something big and I need to be able to be with these people when, when we're trying to grow it. Like I don't want to have to go on Skype calls and things like that to try and grow like a big business because I, I just don't. Like in my head, I'm like, I need to be able to see these people and build a proper relationship with them to be able to do this. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I actually took the idea of videos to, to quite a few developers beforehand, before David and Jamie. And um, I even had a prototype built, which was terrible. And, you know, it was like, I need to find someone here so that we can do this properly. And that's why I met David and Jamie in Liverpool. Um, you know, showed them, showed them that the kind of the concept of what I was thinking about. And yeah, from there, like, that was 2015. The guys went and basically got an MVP of the product built, like a minimal viable. And, and we took that to market 2015 in September and sold like half a million dollars worth of product in like four days. And I think it was about seven or 8,000 customers that we managed to get in that short window. And then it was like, you know, okay, cool. Now let's build, let's build this thing. So, you know, we, we built up like a recurring, a recurring revenue of about a million dollars from that launch for the year. So we had about a million ARR at the time, like which obviously was going to dwindle over time. But you know, after the launch, that's pretty much where we were at. So it was like, okay, we've got some money now, so let's reinvest it into the platform and, and start building it up, basically. Um, and you know, after that launch, it was just like, that's it. You know, like this is going to be the product now. This is going to be the one that we push. So every, you know, every day it was just like we're going to work at videos. It wasn't like we're going to go and be internet marketers. It was. We're going to go and work at videos, basically. And that's how we, the mindset shift, shifted, basically. It was like, we're going to treat that product like it is our thing. And we're just going to nurture it and build it. And 
here we are basically we sat in our office and <laughs> we're still here five years later you've done an amazing job with videos but um how do you sell it now do you have uh do you still do multiple launches a year but you're more reliant on ads to bring in uh recurring revenue you know it's been a big transition like and it's, it's probably the holy grail that everybody's always looking for is like how do you do it without the launch thing um and you know it took us a long time to do that like a, a long long time um we we were doing a launch every year so we, we launched a new version of videos every year and what we were doing in between that was basically running a lot of campaigns to find ways to convert our customers into recurring customers so that we can build the recurring because what happens is is like if people go if you go and launch a product and you and you launch it as a recurring product on the front end mm-hmm. you're basically shooting yourself in the foot because you know once you've launched it if that customer leaves then that's it basically like you've lost the subscription right. so what we did was we launched a one time price at $67 and then we we upsold them into the recurring and you know it's amazing how many people still think that that's a bad way to do it um because it totally isn't um because what ends up happening is you sell a one-time license mm-hmm. you make a whole load of money off that one-time license but then you make a whole load of money on recurring at the same time mm-hmm. so what you then can do is all the people you get in on your one time you can just keep selling them into the into the recurring product so that's all we did we brought in every year we'd bring in seven eight ten thousand customers and then over the months we would basically keep pushing them into the recurring model and oh, then sorry over time we, well what i was asking was that um why do people think that what you did was a bad idea where you would bring a bunch of customers in lifetime customers and then transition them into uh, recurring why do people think that's a, such a bad idea because that, that looks like any marketer's dream of course where they want their monthly recurring revenue yeah i mean if you look at silicon valley uh any saas company actually they're all doing the same thing you know they basically do a free trial <laughs> and then they push them into a into recur- into recurring membership and like into a subscription um and the reason that sucks is because well what people say to us is like look like if you've done a free trial then you'll get a lot more people you get a lot more people trying your product before they buy it but the problem with that is the type of person you get buying your product and the type of person you get getting a free trial is a really different customer mm-hmm. uh you know the person who's buying for the one time license they they're already going to buy mindset they're, they're ready to spend money mm-hmm. so that's a much more valuable customer to us um i would rather have a thousand one time sales than 10000 free trials any day because you know i've got a thousand people that just paid me 67 dollars that's 67000 dollars um yeah. you know and then 67000 dollars plus i can convert 20% of that which is 14000 dollars in recurring income so whereas you've got 10000 free trials which you're just trying to push into your little recurring product mm-hmm. you know you might convert what 10% like no. of 10000 people maybe in a good on a good day i think the average like, that's 1000 people yeah i think average free trial to pay is like 3 to 5% which is probably the highest for most companies and it goes as low as 1% so uh you're right yeah, you know we were looking at um we were looking at um buzz buzzsprout or buzzzumo we were looking at somebody yesterday actually a uh, big company who convert a very very small percentage of their free trials and they're a much bigger company than us they've got a lot more customers a lot more people in their business but we grow our recurring much bigger than they do and our company is tiny compared to theirs 
And the only reason we're doing that is because of our model. Like the model just works so much more effectively because you, you because of the type of customer we're getting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's always going to be the model for us. Like we're always going to charge at one time and then we're going to recurring. And that's what we've done over the last few years. We we've done that through launches. We've done that through affiliate promotions. So we go out and we get partners to promote us. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have a free trial, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go to a to a big affiliate and say, hey, promote you to your hundred thousand people. And what they're going to get is a free trial. Well, the affiliate's like, well, where do I get paid then? Like, what do I get? You know, you're going to convert two percent of my crowd for for a subscription for a subscription, but that's shit. Like, I'd rather say, look, here's a hundred percent on the sixty-seven dollar product, and we'll give you fifty percent on the recurring. You know, that's cool. That's a good offer. Like, we're gonna, we're going to give we're going to make a whole load of money for the for the affiliate, and we're going to get a whole load of new customers paid, and we're going to get recurring at the same time. So that basically is a lot more attractive to our affiliates. So we can go and pick up the affiliates like that all the time. So we have somebody here, Jasmine, who, you know, her job, one of her, one of her jobs is she just goes and finds affiliates all the time. Um, every day she's just going out, finding affiliates, finding affiliates, and, and we just pour them into our, into our affiliate program. And that's what we did for a number of years. That's how we grew for a number of years. And then after that, it was like, you know, how do we basically tackle the paid, paid advertising thing? So, um, so it was, Sorry, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm cutting you. So, so you um, transition, you know, taking those one-time customers to monthly recurring revenue customers. That's a big transition. What's your offer there, and how do you actually do that? How do you nurture them to uh, become recurring revenue customers? So, what our product is, right, is a template-based product. So, you you buy a one-time license, and we give you two hundred templates that you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the recurring offer is basically more templates. It's really simple, like really quite basic. It's just literally, we're going to give you the same thing you just bought, but we're just going to give you more of it. And we're going to give you more of it every month, basically. Right. Um, so it's super, super simple. It's like, um, yeah, I mean, it is just really simple. Like, it's like if you bought, it's like Netflix, for instance. Like, if, if you went on Netflix and, and they sold like one time films, you buy a series one time for like $20. And then they say, hey, why don't you just pay $15 a month and we'll give you a whole library? It's like yeah. the same concept, basically. It's almost so like just give them more of what they've got. It's almost like you have a paid freemium where you have the freemium, but you actually exactly. get And then you get, you convert most exactly. of it. Hey, that's a, that's a great model. So you were talking about paid advertisement. How's that coming up? Yeah, so we, we, I basically spent quite a bit of time really hunting our marketplace, like the internet marketing space, because, you know, we tried agencies, we tried local people, we tried um, senior marketing people from the UK, people who worked in really big companies. We've tried so many different types of people mm-hmm. to try and drive our paid advertising efforts, and they all failed. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent loads of money on on agencies and stuff like that, and it never just it just never computed into, into enough for us. Um, so I just thought, like, I'm going to go backwards and go back to where I started and try and find someone from our space who understands direct response copy, understands, like, direct response marketing, and try and find someone who's killing it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found somebody who's doing really well. They're making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we basically offered him a really, really lucrative position in our business and just said, look, like, if you come in and you nail it, then we'll make it worth your while. You know, we pay him a lot of money. Um, so they come in now and we, they've grown our advertising from, I mean, we were spending maybe 
but those two to three thousand dollars a day mm-hmm. scaling up to about seven to eight thousand dollars a day right. and now we're spending about eighty thousand dollars a day so we've gone from literally like really incremental ad spend to now like absolutely huge amounts of, of advertising spend um very very quickly actually like and and, and he's doing a great job um you know the the the, the, off, the offer is really basically the same thing we drive people straight to a paid page there is no trials there is no like capturing emails nothing like that it is straight to a paid page for 97 dollars uh, sorry 67 dollars yeah and then we upsell them into a 37 dollar recurring it's the exact same funnel we've used during our launch um and then that's it you know then we do heavy retargeting we're on youtube facebook instagram uh google ads uh but we just basically we basically just spend quite a bit of money just just pushing that offer now um and that's it so we're doing about sorry go on. yeah so are you guys breaking even on on, on the eighty thousand daily spin or there's a period where then you're breaking we make about thirty to forty thousand dollar profit a day at the moment so i think we're doing probably a dollar in and a dollar thirty out something wow. like that that's great that's really great okay go on joey so carry on please um yeah so we you know based on our current rate like a lot of this is down to i wouldn't say a lot of it but there, there is obviously an incremental um benefit from the COVID 19 situation because the traffic price right now is really low um the big brands the big businesses they're not spending money online anymore because you know they're they're worrying about their staff that they furloughed so all your massive brands you know your debitums your primarchs your, your big 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 players they don't want to spend any money on facebook right now so that leaves space for companies like ours and other small companies to go in and spend <laughs> like as much as we possibly can because the traffic is that cheap that you know we could turn a profit really easily so that's why we're accelerating our spend we're like we're spending as much as we humanly can every single day because you know we're not losing any money we're just we're, we're building you know, we're getting about 1,100, 1,200 new customers a day paid. Um, we're adding, you know, between eight to $15,000 in recurring every single day right now. Um, we, we done our biggest month ever in April. It was the biggest month in our company history last month. And this month, we're going to triple it. So <laughs> it's crazy. Like, you, it's crazy what we're doing with the ads right now. Are you comfortable sharing the number, uh, the total number? Sure. Yeah. So we did like 1.4 million dollars last year, uh, last month, uh, and we should be close to doing about three and a half million, maybe three million this month. And if we compound our recurring from the previous months, like the following month, we'll probably get close to four or five million dollars. Um, you know, so our numbers are getting really big, and as a result of that, we are having a massive influx of investor interest and things like that because we were really talking to investors last year. Um, we were talking to private equity and venture capitalists and um, uh, VC funding last year. And we were going through a process of actually potentially taking on some money this year. And not because we need the money, but more because we need the alliance and the, and the strategic alliance with somebody who, who knows how to go and exit a business. And, um, you know, as a result of that, like with everything that's happening with the, with the advertising and the reach right now, we've got VCs. You know, really interested, like knocking on our door, private equity, and it's good. You know, we've got an, a meeting next week with one of the biggest 
one of the biggest companies in the world who are really interested in brokering a deal for us. I can't really say, say who, but it's a, you know, it's an interesting time for us. And I don't know if it, if it means we're going to take money. I don't know if we're going to, if we're going to sell the company. And I don't want to say that like publicly, but you know, it's a good time for us right now. Like it's, you know, without getting into the, the numbers and that kind of thing, I think it's more important to look at it as we just started as an internet marketing company, you know, just a small launch, a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And, you know, we've nurtured that thing for years and years to get it to where it is now. And we're not doing anything, honestly, out of the ordinary of what most markets are probably already doing. It's just that we've been doing it consistently and very, very persistently um, for a long time. And that's the only reason it's building. But, you know, there's so many great products in the market, like in JVZoo. There's great products, man. Like there's people I know who have got really good SaaS and they just need to keep pressing it along. And I think a lot of people get disheartened when they struggle to, to sell it long term, um, which is sad because a lot of the products are so good and they've got legs to really go the distance. Like another great example is Andy, like at Convertry, you know, he's nailing it right now. Um, you know, they've got an amazing product. Okay, fine. It's not on the size of ClickFunnels. But who cares? You know, like we don't know where Andy's going to take that product because it's great. Like they've got a really solid platform. They've got some great partnerships. Um, they've just done a really cool deal with with ClickBank, from what I've seen. You know, um, and I know they're prob- they've probably got people knocking on their door as well. So I think it's just great, man. Like I think um, our industry is so cool. We've got really forward thinking strategies in terms of like how we can get leads, sales, customers. Like we do it in a way that's really cutting edge compared to most businesses. And right now. Like this, the state of the world that we're in right now is actually a brilliant time for for our market, um, and it's a really it's a really great time to be aggressive uh, with what you're doing because, like, you know, we're not going to have an opportunity like this right like like ever again probably in our lifetime. Actually, um, the last time we ever had an opportunity like this was over a hundred years ago when we had the Great Depression, and you know that was a, that was a time where a lot of billionaires were made. And a lot of families generated trillions of dollars in their in their family lives. Um, that is the kind of time we are in right now, and uh, we have a really golden opportunity to, to leverage what's happening to our advantage. And that's basically what we're doing here. So, I mean, you've done extremely well, um, but you were a beginner not 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 that long ago. So, what's the one advice you would give someone who's probably watching this and thinking, okay, I need to get into this? What's the first thing they should do, and how they should progress, like you did? You know, like I think the biggest thing I've ever said to anyone that ever asked a similar question is like, just try not to, to perfect your thing. Just just do something, basically. Um, I know a lot of people who start businesses and like they get stuck in the granular details. Like, okay, what should I call it? What's the logo? You know, how am I going to set up my profile and all that shit? When really the ultimate, ultimate thing is how are you going to get a customer? And that's all that matters. Like literally everything else is irrelevant. Unless you've got a customer, it doesn't even matter. Like, you know, like, so you don't have to get your product to be perfect. You don't have to try and get your branding to be perfect or anything like that. It's just like, how do I get that first customer over the line? And as soon as you can do that, replicate it and do it again and do it again and again and again until you've got shitloads of customers to the point where you now need to get other people to help you manage them. And then you start going from there. And then over time, those little things that you care so much about, like the way the logo looks, the branding and all of that shit, that stuff all comes anyway. It all comes over time. Like 
you don't build a brand. Your customers actually build a brand. Um, and I think that's a really big misconception with branding. Like it's, it's, it's not something that starts on day one. It starts a lot further down the line when your customers actually start building the brand for you and start telling you who you are. You know, like our customers told us who we are. We're, a, we're like a, a little bit offbeat, we're a little bit on, on the edge of, of a corporate company. We're, we're, we're opposite of corporate. And, and these are all things that our customers have told us. Like, you know, I think that's a really important thing to understand is like your main thing has to be just sell the thing. And if that means Google ads, Facebook ads, if it means affiliates, who cares? Like, just do it the way that, that you can do it and then build it. Like, the affiliate thing is fine. Like, the affiliate thing is absolutely fine. We did it for three years. Um, and we grew our company for three years just, just using the affiliate model. And a really interesting thing, by the way, is like, when we go and talk to investors and we say to them, look, like, we don't even pay for advertising. And these are the conversations we used to have. It was like, we don't pay for advertising upfront. We just go and find people to sell our product for us. The investors fucking love it. Like they think it's like some remarkable like thing because what the investor sees is like, okay, so basically you've done millions of dollars in revenue without spending a single penny on upfront paid advertising. You've got thousands of customers and you've done it all by yourself without taking any investment or anything like that. They love it. Like, and if they actually saw some of the stuff people were doing in our space, they'd be like all over it. So I wouldn't knock the affiliate model at all. I think it's actually brilliant. Um, and the corporate world actually loves it because what they think is right. If they're doing that without spending any money, what if I gave them like five, $10 million and spent loads of money on advertising? That'd be great. So that's the opportunity that you've actually got with this is like, if you're only doing the affiliate thing, who cares? It's a good thing to actually be only doing that. Interesting what you said. Um, we, yeah. So go on. Oh, sorry. sorry. So it's really interesting what you said about corporate world being completely blind to how the whole affiliate world works. And it's almost, I've spoken to a few people and they are almost amazed by this whole thing that look, you can get paid upfront for your product without spending X amount of money on paid advertisement and then nurturing those leads and then converting them. So it's, uh, it's quite strange, but it's true. People are blind to the whole affiliate world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I see it, I see it like, in our kind of in the groups and stuff sometimes where it's like, you know, you're, you're relying on the affiliate model and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, that's just business, man. Like we're all relying on something, you know, like right now we're relying on paid advertising. So are we run now? Because we're just, we're just relying on paid advertising. Does that mean we're, we're vulnerable now? Like, you know, it's the same thing. Like if you go and rely on paid advertising, then you're also fucked. If you rely just on the affiliate thing, then I guess you're fucked then too, right? Like it's, it's like you, you basically, you're, you're going to have to rely on something. Um, and if that means it's one side or the other, then it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is you're getting paid. Um, and that's the only thing the investor's going to care about as well, is are you getting paid? And how are you getting paid? Like when someone wants to, I mean, you know, for me, like you got to look at this, like why are you in business anyway? Like are you trying to grow a business for the next you know, several decades so you can pass it to your kids? Or are you growing a business because you want to build it up to something, build value in an asset and go and sell it and become a millionaire? Like, and if that's what you want to do, it doesn't matter where you're getting it from. You know, you, you, go and t you go and build that company up however you need to build it up, go and sell the story to an investor, bring the money on, right? Bring somebody in and then scale it even more. You know, now you've got millions of dollars to go and spend on advertising. That doesn't even, they want you to go and spend the money. So just go and burn the money and spend it on advertising. Like, grow the company and then sell it.
That's it. Um, and I know I make I make that sound really simple. It's not simple at all, but like, but in a granular way, that that is really all it is. Like, and we don't need to worry about the little things like, you know, uh, where is the customer coming from and all of that. It's just the primary thing is like we just need to get customers. And if you're new, whether you're new, experienced, or whatever stage you're at, that's always going to be the primary thing. That's always going to be the biggest thing. Is like get customers. That's it. So, so with this all, you know, this crazy growth going on, you also have another course coming out. I think it's out already. Let's talk about that. What's the reason behind that? Is there any strategic angle? Yeah. So what we did was like we actually released it a couple of couple of weeks ago. Um, it's called uh, there's a there's a few. I'm not sure which one you might be referring to, but there's one we released back in March called Fade to Black. Um, and the reason we basically did that was. Yes, the reason we did that was we were basically um, positioning an information product on the front of our business. So, if you look at ClickFunnels, they're a really great example of, of how they how they've done this really well. So, they've obviously got their software product, um, and what Russell did was he built an information product on the front yeah. to basically educate people why they need to buy the software. So, his info product was .com secrets and. Um, he basically educates people as to why they need to build sales funnels and that kind of thing, and then they funnel it into the software. So we're just looking at it like, I mean, we really respect Russell and ClickFunnels. Like, I love what Russell has done with that business. Like, I've seen Russell literally go from handing out JV copies of ClickFunnels. I had one um, in the Pimps group on Facebook, like just like anybody else does like, with a launch, and he's got him built it into a $1.5 billion company. It's fucking crazy. Like, and he's done it without any investment. So he's done what I want to do. Like we, what, what we and partners want to do. So we're looking at it like, okay, what's Russell done there? So what he's done, he's got a software product and then he's built information products around the software. Like if you look at ClickFunnels, it's actually an information business. Like that's what it is. Like, yes, they sell a software product. Yes, they sell technology. But the way they funnel people into it is actually by educating them through the podcast, through the book, through the information courses and funnel hackers and all of that stuff. That's how they feed it. So that's what we're doing. You know, we, we're basically building information products like Fade to Black. Um, we're also writing a book, uh, which is coming out probably in the next couple of months called um, Real Gold. And, and, and basically, it's about how to build like, high converting sales videos. Um, so people will go buy that book, then they'll buy my course, and then they'll say, okay, well, I know how to make videos. I know how to write, how to write good sales, video sales copy. Like, what else can I do to make my videos amazing? Well, okay, well, we've got videos. We've got Clipio, which is our other video software. Uh, we're building another software product that fits into it as well. So we just feed people into the software, basically. And what that allows us to do now is not only can we just go and advertise to people who just want to buy the software, but we can now advertise to a wider market on people who want to just make video content. And then we funnel those people into the software. So that's why we're creating, that's why we create the info products, basically. Right, right. Joey, thank you very much. That was great. And uh, thank you for being on the show. It's cool, man. Appreciate it. And that's it for this episode of Launch Legends. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and share more online marketing launch stories, please search for Launch Legends and your favorite podcast listening app. And then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. <laughs>